0: Friends Beyond the Binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It's time for the podcaster who hopefully will be on a thousand miles of meanders and lulls away from your thoughts and your feelings and your physical sensations. Uh, So so, uh, a thousand miles away, right? That's how it goes, at least uh, when I'm recording this, whatever year 2022. So yeah, it's time for the podcaster. If if you're, like, wondering, wait, what did I just tune into? Or What is this show I just started? Oh, boy, you're right, because you're in the right place. Doesn't make any sense. And it goes downhill from here, slowly, off to dreamland. It's time for Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. Thanks for making it possible, patrons. Uh, hey, are you all night tossing? mind racing trouble getting to sleep trouble staying asleep well welcome this is sleep with me the podcast that puts you to sleep we do it with a bedtime story all you need to do is get in bed turn out the lights and press play I'm gonna do the rest what I'm going to attempt to do. Is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake. It could be thoughts on your mind, things you're thinking about. I, I usually have thoughts about every, everything, uh, internal, past, present, future, internal. Uh, like uh, you see, how many thoughts? You can, o- I can, I can only think about one thing myself uh, uh, at once. But like you see, you can only have one thought about one thing. That's a theory, right? Or maybe it's not a theory. Maybe it's true. But when you're thinking about, when I'm thinking about myself, I can have a billion thoughts at the same time, maybe around that same subject. When I think about uh, unicorns running through fields, uh, I guess I can, like, that's just a thought. I say, that's a nice thought. Uh, So thoughts, feelings, anything coming up for you emotionally about those thoughts or something else? They could be leftover feelings or just, you know, whatever feelings that are there, important feelings. Or they could be ones that are, you know, a little bit tuned down, Uh, whatever they are. It could be also physical sensations, changes in your routine, your time, your temperature, mysteries. uh, I'm still dealing with sleep mysteries right now. It could be something, I mean, you could be dealing with mysteries that could cause sleeplessness. One out of... uh, uh, one out of every uh, uh, two detectives or mystery solvers uh, probably could, may say, yes, yeah, and always get to you know, if it's mysteries, if I haven't figured it out yet. And the other ones would say, well, I just sleep on it. I say, thanks, Sherlock Holmes. And not everybody, you know, we're not all, uh, whatever. I, I got to, uh, you know, I can't, I, I don't have such good, ba- I don't have as good boundaries as you uh uh, thea you know, my bio, Thea Stilton is, my, you know, I say, well, I don't have those kind of same ability to balance things like Thea Stilton does. I think one part of my brain said, I don't think Thea Stilton investigates mysteries. I say, OK, fair enough. But, yeah, whatever is keeping you awake, I'd like to keep you company and take your mind off of that, uh, which is a little bit different if you're new. I'm so glad you're here. I'm going to tell you kind of everything you need to know. I'm going to try to create a safe place where you can set that stuff aside. And the safe place is uh like kind of optional or like I can send it to you or you could come check it out or you could look across uh, the way and say, "Oh, I'm looking at it." Like a you know, sometimes people have paintings of like warm cabins, right? Uh invite, an inviting cabin. And you just want to maybe just look at a picture of the podcast. It would be imaginary, uh, I guess. But you could look at the picture and you say, huh, that's not bad. That warm cabin looks inviting. If I was there, I don't know if I'd be, you know, the doors open. You know those pictures, you know, the wood siding and warm light coming out of it. Uh, maybe a chimney with some, you know, smoke, uh, all those things. You say, well, that cabin looks pretty warm and inviting. When I look at it in a picture across the room, I'm totally comfortable with it. And I'd say, you could use Sleep With Me like that if you wish. That is one of the multitude of safe places I'm going for. And the way I do it is I I send my voice across the deep, dark night. I use these lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, which means that my voice is somewhat soothing, but not traditionally soothing. It's more forgettable. In an unf- you know, you say it's unforgettably forgettable. Your voice is so unforgettable. I, I, I like. I, I choose not to listen to it, or eventually I barely listen to it. That's the goal. I'm laughing because it's true. I was trying to figure out. Let's just get a little smarmy. There is what it was. Cause I, and then of course I I pictured uh, you know Nat, Natalie Cole singing, uh, but uh, okay so. Um, send my voice across lulling, soothing, creaky, dull, so pointless meanders and superfluous tangents. You've witnessed those already where I go off topic, I get mixed up. I see something, I talk about it. Then I try to get back to what I was talking about. Then I make it about me. Then I say, wait a second. Uh, what well, you know, then I get fixated on a word or I mispronounce something. All that is a uh, part of the show. But when you're new, it does take some getting used to, or even if you return to the show after a break, uh, it takes some getting used to. Because even the idea of like, okay, so I'm supposed to listen to you, but not listen to you. And I'd say, uh, kind of, but that's, that even to me sounds like a a little bit of work. I say, you just barely, you just, uh, just see how it goes. I'll be talking. You don't need to listen or even think about not listening. Because I will try to engage you just enough to take your mind off of stuff, but my ability to get to the point and make sense is not one of my strengths. Uh, that's not; it's just not. I, I, even in during the day, putting together thoughts in a clear and concise way, just not my just not my forte. You know, my as I always say, every tenth episode, my forte, will forte. Uh, you know, I'm good at picturing Will Forte in my mind, so that's my forte. But putting, putting, uh, summarizing things in my brain, man. No, I could do it. I could do it slowly in a way that I could, painting an incomplete picture. Oh man, I got that down. Conf- if you need to be confounded, I'd have to look up the word to make sure we're talking about the same thing. But if you if you're looking for someone to confound you. Uh, you're in the right place, or to keep you company. So what I'm going to do if you're new, or oh, let's see, take some getting used. To, oh, this, yeah, because this is a podcast you just barely listen. It also doesn't really put you to sleep. I'm here to keep you company while you drift off. So what that means is, is uh, you, you could just kind of barely listen to me. If you can't sleep, I'll be here to the very end, uh, because there are listeners that are just looking for company in the deep, dark night or a break during the day. But it also, I think, helps knowing I'm here, I'm going to be telling you a story, or tonight we'll be talking about an episode of Doctor Who in a very indirect and inane way where I'll go, you know, I'll be more thinking like, oh, what does that person remind me of? Or, uh, oh, that's like a fish song or whatever it is. so to keep you company but so you could it's like the kind of thing you could listen or you could fall asleep at any time and it does take some getting used to most people it takes two or three listens to realize because that's not natural right in our day-to-day life we're expected to listen and pay attention and then it's like well it's not easy that's a lot of work uh or you're listening for a distraction. You say, well, boy, I can't wait to listen to that podcast or watch that show or read that book. And a lot of people are trying to get your attention. For me, it's like, I'm just going to you know, have you look over here for a minute or two or a little while and say, well, yeah, it's like that cabin. It, you, you, you've seen that cabin picture, right? And maybe some of you have it in your home. But for most of us, you say, I don't know where that was. Was it in a hotel Or, uh, you know, a place I delivered newspapers to or a waiting room. I'm not sure. And that ideally is after you get two or three tries, you say, I'm not sure. Like at breakfast, it'll be the same thing. You'll say, what was Scoots talking about? And you say, I don't know. I think maybe like waiting rooms. Maybe. I don't know. But I slept so good. I wasn't even, I barely listened to any of it, but I played it all night long. So just see how it goes. And the reason I make the podcast, I mean, I've been just having some sleep uh, struggles. uh, And and, uh, so I know how it feels, right, to wonder when I'm getting ready for bed. Even though I have a consistent bedtime routine, it's like, man, am I going to get a good night's sleep tonight? Am I going to sleep through the night? I'm like a baby right now. (laughs) I don't have a baby, but I'm sleeping like a baby. And anybody that has a baby knows that's not a sort of, it's like sleeping like a baby when it's asleep, but I'm not even sleeping like that. Anyways, so that's why I make the show. Part of it is I know how it feels. The more important part is you. You're the most important part of the show because you deserve a good night's sleep. And if you can get the sleep you need, your your life will be better. It'll be more manageable if you start to get a bedtime routine going or find something that works for you. Your life will be better. Our world will be a better place. So even if you don't like this show, after two or three tries, check out sleepwithmepodcast.com slash no thank you. Or if you already don't like the structure and the style of the show, it's totally fine. Check out some other sleep podcasts on there. Um... But yeah, so oh, so structure the show. Let's go to that next. The show has a very specific structure uh, just to to serve to so it can it's adaptable, but the structure shows intentional. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. It starts off with a greeting. Friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and hopefully I say something funny, which I don't necessarily ever succeed at either. It's like it's kind of funny. And that way you feel welcome, you feel seen, and you say, oh, okay, this is a lighthearted podcast you know, around a serious subject. Then there's support. So the podcast can be free wherever you want to listen to it. So that's what the sponsors allow us to do, and the, uh, the people that pay for the free podcast allow us to do. So anybody that needs it can listen whenever they want on any podcast app they want. Uh, there's also support for listeners. There's support for the communities around the show and uh so that all happens then then there's the intro which we're like 10 minutes into probably and sometimes when people feel strongly about the support stuff uh they kind of they like they think the intro is part of the support stuff the intro is a show within a show where i attempt to explain what the podcast is which normally people would be already done with like <laughs> 10 minutes ago but it, it uh it's a show within a show. It's kind of, I try to explain what the structure is, what, how the show works, but I also go off topic and stuff. So some people, a small percentage of listeners fall asleep right away or right away during the intro. And then another small percentage of people skip the intro and start the show at around 20 or 30 minutes. But recently I've gotten some reviews that said, hey, I used to do that. Now I'm back listening to intros because the purpose of the intro. For, and again, you can, as you become a regular listener, you can kind of discover what works for you or you can support the show on Patreon and then you can kind of have a buffet of episodes or, uh, cut, you know, cut different ways, or just intros or just stories or whatever. But so the intro kind of hopefully is a buffer between your waking time and your sleeping time. It eases you into bedtime Maybe it's part of your wind down routine or your getting ready for bed routine. Because I found for me that's essential. And I know one essential part that is like cutting out the phone. You know, you can start the podcast and then in a podcast app, it'll play with the screen off. Uh, But it's like for me, it's like I got to move my phone shutdown time to even earlier. But having a wind down time where I get ready for bed, I hang out with my dog. I start to just, it's just a transition period that really works. I mean, everything about sleep, there's a consensus at least around that, but it's also important to me because again, it gives that same message to parts of me that are uh, overthinking or having strong feelings. It's like, Hey, having a nice bedtime and wind down works. I realize it could be inconvenient. Sometimes this is me talking to myself. But it's nice, and it's nice to have a bedtime that's relaxing and nice. Now we can't do that all the time, right? But that's what the intros meant to do—is just give you some time to transition, and then there'll be some support again for the show, free twice a week. Then there'll be our story, and that'll be really snoozy. Tonight we'll be covering an episode of Doctor Who, and then there's thank yous at the end of the show. And I think that's it. I mean, it, it's definitely give it a few tries. Not, almost no one gets it on the first try, though people do message me and email me that they did. But for the most part, it, it's like something to try out because you've pro- if you're here, you've tried out a lot of different stuff, right? And none of it has worked consistently. And maybe even this doesn't work consistently for you. Like I'm like at 80%. If I have a good bedtime routine, though, whatever's going on with me right now, it's just not a... But it's like, okay, I'm going through a phase, but if I still have my bedtime routine, again, I'm making it about me, but it's like, at least I still feel okay at bedtime. And I hope the podcast can be a part of that for you or lead you to something different that could be a part of it for you, right? So I'm glad you're here. I really, really appreciate your time. Uh, I work really hard at earn and next drive, and I really hope I can help you fall asleep. Thank you again for coming by. And here's a couple of ways I'm able to do this for you for free twice a week. All right, everybody, it's Scoots here We're talking about the second episode of this uh, double uh, family episode of uh, Doctor Who. I don't actually know the name of it cause, uh, just because I don't. Uh, so it's loading here. And we're going to continue, we're not going to continue watching because I guess it started in episode 10 for me. But don't worry, we'll find it here. Somehow, somehow we'll find it. The Doctor Who connection. There we go. A family, a family, uh, a a related family is the title of the episode, uh, or just the family. No one's saying we are family in this episode. But, yeah, I'm going to hit play. I'm going to grab my notebook, and we'll get going here. Okay, subtitles are on. Recap is running. This is uh, Season 3 or Series 3, Episode 9. David Tennant, uh, real uh, serious emotional arcs here and and ones that are um, not satisfactory for the characters but have a satisfaction for us as an audience, even though it builds more tension. And very relatable. Uh, at least I've been, <laughs> if you've listened to other episodes of Sleeping Me, you know I've been in Martha's position more than once. And no offense, you know, the doctor can date whoever he wants uh, or Mr. Smith or whoever, Professor Smith, but uh, come on. Like, uh, can't you see the diamonds right in front of you or what? like whatever the saying, I don't know, is that a saying? It should be uh so I don't know, and like I've never seen this season or this series, so I don't know how it's gonna resolve uh i mean i do know i do have like i do know like how it's that how it's gonna resolve I just don't know how it reaches that resolution or any of the emotional arcs arcs 'cause I did get spoiled on just one point of what happens uh but it's like what do you like uh i don't know it, this is my my own problems uh So episode nine, recap, human out of order, different, fall in love, kids, crows, this is not you, change back, we need a time, Lord, friend or lover, open, so, yeah, they're going for, there's a kiss going on the screen, Martha's watch, open the watch, Martha, kid psychic, uh, book, uh. Sonic Screwdriver, Straw Friends, uh they found us, the family taking, you know, a presence in human bodies, a doctor in a cap, change back. Uh someone said, I hate laser beams, uh never never done asking much or whatever. The kid that plays the kid in the family that was once a student is so good. I'm surprised we haven't seen him in multiple roles. He's like a more sinister, he has the elements of, uh, uh, killing Murphy and Crispin Glover, like, uh, to put together. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if you've seen this episode, you know exactly what I'm saying. Like a sinister killing Murphy. Okay. Jenny says, what's your decision? Mr. Smith, kid psychic reaches into his pocket for the watch. Um, let me just pause it while I go through my notes, uh, back to shoulder. Kid, uh, so kid psychic has plan, heartbreaks, uh, time lord will engage uh, or something. Time lord, watch open. Martha gets the drop. So even after this, I say, dude, like, did you just see Martha's moves? Uh, and the stuff Martha's willing to put up with, with bad behavior too, and but also to draw boundaries and say, that's unacceptable, your behavior not in this scene but later so showdown d- decider mixed up a uh, doctor showdown doctor mixed up uh they get their little laser beams drawn uh mouth suck oh Mar- mouth suck martha such a bad a double uh Oh, fully in love now is that me or is that uh or fully like it looks like my handwriting looks like uh, some sort of letter that doesn't exist but it, i think it's an f then a u then a l and then a b then i o then l i n e but i think it's l o v e and then now I have my own shorthand, but it just changes every time I write something, so it doesn't really do me any good. Screen's running. Bane's uh, Time Lord, Heartbreak. Kid opens a watch. Uh, everybody it's a good distraction. It allows Martha to make a move. Uh, uh, he, she has Jenny and Martha's so cool staring them down, too. And uh, she says, "Go for it, man, like like a Tarantino film, you wanna do it uh probably I think this is what what year was this made two thousand seven Martha says, D- don't even dream about it. Doctor Smith is frozen or whatever mr smith uh uh the the nurse she gets to leave with the doctor, go on, Martha's doing the you know heroin move uh she has to take command, she has to sacrifice multiple times in this episode." And this one, she's willing to save the day on her own. So I think this is a really good, and it's good in the point of the season. I'm sure the arc plays out after this. Of uh, She's the one that has to, you know, of what I already said, it, but uh, she's the one making things happen, I mean, by necessity. But everyone's gone except for Martha, the family, and the straw friends. They're all outside. Warn in the village, tell the school. Uh the kid psychic is not happy with the doctor because he says, what the heck, you're supposed to help. Uh, now Martha's trying to get out of the room slowly, but they're like rolling up on her, the four family members. So much spirit, much more fun. Where's Jenny? The, like, uh, I took over for Jenny. And, uh, yeah, they're walking towards uh, Martha. A straw friend grabs her, but Martha gets away. Goes out the door. Everybody's just standing around. She goes, Good, Rubbish. Come on, move. Why are you standing outside? Uh, then they are all running. Kid psychics running in the woods with steam. They're shooting lasers. Everybody's running. This is fun. Good to be out in the open. This is sports. This is what the aliens are saying. School teacher went back to the school. What about Martha? Let me check Jenny's memory. She was her friend. She used to go walking in the West, so it's a clue for the team that's not good. Husband of mine, go check it out. Uh, Go to the West to take some straw friends with you. And mother of mine, son of mine, let's go uh, check the school. So then there's more running towards the school. With this theme of like uh, the point it is in England's history, uh, also is carrying an undertone. And there's a lot of, uh, hey, what choices are okay to make? Doctors ringing the bell, school's going to stand together. Marx is like, what? Uh, we're going to stand up as a school, uh, with these kids. Uh, enemy at the door, and the bully comes down, get ready, doctor saying, Everybody gets up, they're already in their school outfits. uh, And the aliens are like, okay, this could be a challenge. Uh, That's why we needed the Time Lord, because we're weak in this human form. Maybe a little caution. We'll send in the girl with the balloon to spy on them and give us info. She smiles and skips off with her balloon, which somehow still has helium. Martha's like, Mr. Smith, what are you doing? These are boys. Uh, and he says, they're cadets. Uh, and then the principal or something says, what in thunder? Uh, this is going to be a lot of punishments here. And then they say, well, we got some wild stuff to explain to you. Principal's headmaster, I guess. The school's under, coming under uh, straw friends and, and not beings from another planet. Uh, Matron was with me. Baines, uh, Mr. Clark, uh, they've uh, like kind of lost it, I guess is one way to put it. Patrons, that's so, yes, sir. Saw it with my me, me own eyes. Uh, okay, Mr. Smith, uh, why do you think they're coming here? Well, uh, yeah, they said uh, they're coming here. That's why they. That's why we think so. They said they're coming. Oh, very well then. Let's get on guard, make some calls. Let's, in, Mr. Phillips and I will investigate. Martha says, that's not a good idea. And the guy says, uh, I know everything. Excuse me. Martha says, I'm going to gotta find the watch. Matron chases after her. And the kid's psychic is hiding. And the watch is saying, keep hiding. Not yet. Uh, time's not right. Just be patient. Families a bored board, you know, watch out for them. So then the headmaster and the vice principal or whatever go outside. Straw friends, Baines and um, Jenny are out there. This is a practical joke. Uh, let's just uh, have some discipline. And he says, keep a civil tongue. Have you been drinking? Diet? Mr. Smith's watching through the windows. Let's calm down. Who are these friends of yours dressed up like straw-based beings? Uh, Made them myself. Uh, I'm ever so good at science. Uh, Says check it out. Uh, Molecular fringe animation. Ever so good. Banes come inside. No, no thank you. Uh, Send us John Smith. And all will be well. And the Time Lord Consciousness. uh, We need to find that too. Then we'll leave you alone. Whose voice you talking to, son? Family's voice, uh, dude, and uh, he said, There's trouble in the village with a capital T that rhymes with uh B, and that stands for uh what our family's nickname is. Uh, and he says, Uh, you know, history's coming, history's on its way. 1914 because you don't even know. He goes, We're looking for Mr. Smith, so we've seen a lot, we know the future. Uh, trouble is coming and, uh, W the W is, uh, mud. And, uh, you really want to think, why don't you just back down? You don't want to act like it's glorious when it isn't. And the guy says, yeah, I've been through a lot, man. So you don't got to bring it up with me. I realized the weight of my choice is, uh, king and country though. And then Bain says, et cetera, et cetera. Laser's the least principle." Sorry, I'm laughing. It's just vice principal is a little bit hapless. And they say, send out Mr. Smith, hurry it up. Uh, Mr. Smith's looking out the window. Principal's running, closes the door. Bain gives a wet-lipped grin. Smith looks up like he wasn't spying on them, which is interesting. I just noticed that for the first time. What's going on with this, Mr. Smith? I have no idea. Telephones are down. This is it, just us. Uh, and the headmaster says, "Okay, let's get a, let's get busy." The kids look a lot younger now. They do. I don't know how they did that. Just good acting. In the name of the king, let's move. And uh, so great direction. They close up the gates. Uh, tell the guard to open up the gates. What's that from? I don't know. And Then the, the bully kid finds Kid Psychic hiding. Says, g- g- "Come on, you got to help us." The girl's spying. She sees him prep preparing. He sees the Bane sees it through her eyes. Uh, we'll prepare. We've got the straw based buddies. Uh, send them in, soldiers. Uh, straw based buddies, and they start marching. And uh, let me see what the let me go to my notes again. Kid Psychic, uh, Male Sit Doctor, AV Martha, Face Off, uh, Scarecrow, Straw Based Buddy. She runs lots of running, lasers. Kid Psychic runs, uh, Martha goes west, split up. Let's go to school, school bell, lockdown, enemy at the door. We can get. Bumps, uh, Sand and Sister with Balsamic, and Kid Music. Sand and Sister with some sort of music. Kind? Oh, because she's skipping. Uh, Martha, sad? Wooden, thunder's name. Principal is a jerk. Uh, Need the watch. Kid psychic talking to doctor through the watch. Alcohol? Bunnies uh, shun Shandor uh, with authority figures. Send a Smith. We are the family. Tin soldiers. Uh, future warning for king and country. One teacher out. Run along. Ha 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 ha. ha. Stressed out doctor. Bully stressed. Uh, in the name of king. Uh, then the girl finds kid psychic, or bully finds kid psychic, futuristic marching music, C O W A R D, red balloon spy, armor, so armory, so, so do we, soldiers, soldiers, uh, marching music, uh, prop, prep sequence, marching sequence, lots of mist, uh, earlier here, early we in England, hold them. Back, it is a trick. Uh, Martha and matron, ahem, not from abroad. Who are you? Just a friend. Yeah, I hear you. Matron, ignorant. Oh, really? Can't you see? Boys need me. Son of mine, father of mine. Found a TARDIS. Uh, Doctor and Joan. River lean. More than facts. Dens and hideaways, only a child knows. Great line. Dens and hideaways, only a child knows. Some romantic lost prince, or price. I think prince. uh, Sad music, knows it is wrong. What choice, kiss goodbye. Kid psychic, tells bully the future. Watch runs. Mother mad. Or Martha mad, search. Boy asks watch because of her. Boy shows her the watch. Action. She runs. Flashbacks. They know time lord. Concert in hands of school. Boy. Go. Oh, maybe that's uh, something in the hands of a schoolboy. Find find Ray's watch uh, under. Gods of straw, finds bring at doors. Stand by to Shelby. Fear tears uh, straw friends out. Uh, cease cease just straw. Girl with balloon, come with me. You're funny. Bye. Doctor orders retreat retreat. Uh, panic. Uh, reanimate total straw-based chaos. Who has the watch? Kid uses watch. Retreat, old man calls doctor, doctor. They have the TARDIS uh, come out. Uh, Blue box, I'm just a stray, cries. One more phase, uh, they will come to us. uh, This way, Martha. Follow me. Power up the ship, fix targets. House and woods. Who lives here? No one? Out of breath. He's cold. Doctor is a little bit confused and need the watch. Doctor is rude. Yells at Martha. Why does he need you? Because he's lonely. Knock at the door. Straw friends, don't knock. Okay, we'll come back. So we got the uh, straw friends marching here sequence. Uh, Multiple fades. A lot of mist, like I said. Get ready faster, everybody. Uh, they can't see the marching straw-based buddies. Uh, and, yeah, there's a prep sequence of the kids uh, getting ready. More mar- A lot of marching, uh, I didn't realize. Maybe the same video. There's, like, a plethora of straw-based buddies. So there's probably a shortage of burlap in this area. And they say, this is it, Year are early. Uh, a little, a little uh, W, what's it good for? Lucy, hold back. Time Lord's playing a trick. And they say, track down the Time Lord uh, with your red balloon. Now Martha's saying, geez, yeah, he was an alien, stored it in the watch, his consciousness. It really looks like a watch. Alien, not from, the, not from another nation, right? He was born in another world. Martha says, uh, "Different species, yeah, yeah, okay." In this fairy tale, the matron says, uh, "Who are you?" And that's where Martha's heart starts to break. Uh, friend, uh, I mean, I'm not your rival as much as I like. I'm just his friend. And human, Yeah, I'm human. I'm gonna be a doctor, which matron doesn't believe is possible. And Martha has to school her like uh, and. and uh, you like, yeah, you don't get it. And she sick toes through all the bones of the hand. Carpal, proximal, scaphoid, lunate, tra- a lot more. Trapezi, trapoid, hamate, metacarpal, flanges, proximal, middle, distal. I'd say, yeah, give her your middle distal for sure. And can't you see this is the truth? And the matron says, I'm not ready to accept it. Uh, Martha says, we just have to find the watch. We don't, you don't have to accept anything. And she says, the boys need me. Martha frowns. uh, The uh, father calls, found the TARDIS. Uh, I got my green face going. So doctor can't get away. So that's probably a bonus. Uh, Lies on the River Lean, River Trent, the southern boundary, Stoke to Umber. Encyclopedia, like where'd you live? Uh, Broad Marsh Street. Ockley Terrace, Radford Place, and More Than Facts. Uh, where did you play as a child? Secret little places, dens and hideaways. Only a child knows. Man, that writing is magnificent. Uh, tell me. How can you think I'm not real? I kissed you. Was that a lie? No, it wasn't. Uh, but this doctor some romantic lost prince. And she's trying to process it. Uh, Would you rather that? Uh, And she kind of swallows. I'm not true enough. Uh, Am I not enough? She goes, no, you're enough. Uh, Anyway, I got to go. And she goes, these are boys, though. Uh, She goes, so I don't think this is the John Smith I know anyway, sending these boys to deal with straw-based beings. It's wrong. And so he's in a conundrum. He says, well, what choice do I have? And then he kisses her. She closes her eyes open. So just a brief one. He storms off a little bit. Uh, She's thoughtful. And the boys are still getting ready for the straw-based beings. Bully's still bullying. Even though the kid's like, dude, I'm going to save your rear end in a year. So just so you know, better uh, uh, change your tone. But he says, I'll do it anyway. It doesn't matter how you act anyway. I'm a good kid. Maybe you're, you know. We all we all have our own deal deal, right? Uh, he said, "This is the watch is here for me to help." Uh, sorry, I got to go. And but the bully actually does a little bit of good acting at the end because he's like you project, He sees projecting. Martha's searching for the watch, runs off. Kids sitting with the watch. Girl finds him. He goes, "What did I do? What do I do?" Watch us watch out for her but she's already there, so it's like a little late she caught me talking to the watch. Uh she can sense something. She she says, Are you hiding something behind your back? He goes, What behind my back? Uh no, I saw you at the dance, so I was just thinking about dancing with you. Sure you're not hiding something? No. She goes, Show me. And he goes, Ah, oh, you're not a little girl. You're being from another world, uh, and do you think she's strong enough to watch? Look at this watch. Flash forward, flash back. An angry doctor. And they see there's the time lord uh, in the hands of a schoolboy concealed away. That was my handwriting. Couldn't read. Now we got to find the boy and his watch. What are we waiting for? Let's do it. They roll in. Some more marching. More wild looks, uh, banging on the door. This doctor's staring stuff down. And this is like the showdown sequence. Not too exciting. Uh, Straw-based beings come in. And uh, they all go to sleep. And the principal says, uh, okay, well, what did that do? Get ready again. And uh, then the girl appears, and the, the, the principal's like, "It can't be a, like." A, is she, they go, "Yeah, that girl's like trouble," and uh, the principal gets gets laser beamed uh, by the little girl, and uh, she goes, uh, "Like uh, the doctor finally says, let's not face off with this alien. Uh, she's just she's an alien, not a girl, but probably not a good idea. Let's go back to school." Uh, cause you're just kids. I'm the adult. I should deal with this. Uh, and Bain says, go on, get moving. He reanimates the, str- that's when there's straw based chaos. Cause it reanimates the straw buddies. Uh, everybody's running everywhere and it's a bit of a wild scene. Kid psychic is running, trying to find a place to hide or something. Dieter's trying to hide the kids. Martha's trying to hide them get them out through the back door or something. And they're searching the house and they, they're checking everybody's pockets, uh, to see who's got the watch. Even the, like, uh, no, none of these kids got the watches. And then the kid, uh, does another distraction, opens the watch upstairs, uh, And I guess it's a callback to the other episode, because maybe he sneaks out. The other boys go to hide and run. Doctor's wide-eyed. And he goes, you two go. I'll deal with I'll save the rest of the boys. Uh, But it's just straw buddies anyway. The three of them run off into the woods. Uh, Kid Psychic's running. He got out the window, I think. Yep, the window's open. They say the, the Bane's. It's like, dude, you went in and out the window the whole like multiple times in this uh, season, the first episode. Uh, then they somehow have transported the TARDIS to the uh, school, and they say, "Doctor, we got your TARDIS. Uh, come and claim your prize." But it actually causes a little crack because uh, then they're able to discuss. Wait a second, this was in the comic books, uh, so don't you recognize this? Uh, And they say, come on, come on out, Uh, this is, uh, I've never seen that before. And they go, you drew, draw it, don't you know the name of it? Uh, You wrote all about it, you drew pictures of it, even the matron says it, a blue box, uh, the blue box you dream of. Uh, And he says, no, 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 I'm John Smith, I just want to be John Smith with his life and his job. Uh, So this is where we get a little inner light, this part of it, uh, through the rest of the episode, a little undertone, like the great uh, uh, Next Generation episode. And they say, we need the doctor, man. Martha's forlorn. What I, what I then? Mean, nothing. I'm just a story. Uh, so Mr. Smith's upset. Uh, Martha's, man, great, man, such emotion. Then uh, they say, okay, one more phase. We got to find the boy in his watch, the doctor, Mr. Smith. And they'll come to us because we got the TARDIS, but then they go off. Or maybe they say, once we find the Boyness Watch. Uh, so they go to a house in the woods uh, or in the countryside. Got to keep going. Just listen to me, John. Let's hide out. Uh, Dr. Stiff. So they fi- oh, cause, oh, so they come up with a plan to get the doctor out of hiding. They arm their ship, uh, and they use bigger lasers, uh, uh, on the, on the town in the school. Let's see. Smith goes into the ship. Oh, this is the end of the episode. Uh, the watch hold it. No wants to be held fire and ice rage, uh, lasers, Smith, uh, Love him to bits. Lots of relationship talk in Smith, that's what's coming up. Smith v. Doctor Talk. Every heart gets broken this episode, except for the doctors, because his is not there. This is a little inner light, uh, and Avengers Endgame. Or or Avengers Endgame. His whole oh, like the end of that movie with the Captain America, yeah. His whole life, uh, Smith keeps uh, wasting time. Smith goes into the shop, ship. Uh, Ships say, please, still human. Because he goes, I got to go to him. You know, they're in the town. Uh, Matron says, you can't. Uh, Martha, what should I do? We need the watch. Nothing we can do. Aren't you the companion? What do you need to do? Why does he need you? Uh, because he's lonely. He uses him because he's lonely. And that's what you want me to become a lonely hero? I see, And then there's knock at the door that we talked about. What if it's them? I don't think a, uh straw-based being's knock. And it's kid psychic. He just happens to have the watch. Matron and Smith are holding hands at the table. He says, I brought the watch here. But this is the whole uh, hero's choice, right? Uh The watch told me to find you and have you hold it. Uh, Why didn't you bring the watch? Kid says, I'm a kid, man. The watch wanted to wait, so I let it wait. Uh, Also, I was worried. Doctor's intense. I saw him, and uh, he's uh, got strong feelings. Uh, Fire and ice and rage. Night and the storm in the heart of the sun. Ancient and forever. Burns at the center of time, and he can see the turn of the universe. Doctor says, cut it out, man. Andy's wonderful. Martha smiles at that. Doctor's breathing heavy. Matron looks down. She goes, yeah, it's just like this journal. Those are just stories Smith's in denial. We know it's true. Then we see the town getting lasered with a double hockey stick. A little bit like a game. Uh, commanding of uh, lasers, and the aliens are having fun. Village is getting ruined. Uh, Smith grabs a watch. Matron says, don't do it. Can't you hear it? It's like he's asleep in there, waiting to waken. Low-level telepathic field, extrasynaptic engram. And then Martha says, that's what the doctor says. Uh, Is that how he talks? Yeah, it's him. All you have to do is open it, and he's back. Uh, Smith's torn. Why, you know, why did you let me and Miss Redfern fall in love? I couldn't stop you. Uh, You didn't tell me you were going to fall in love with somebody else. Uh, He goes, what sort of man is that? Uh, Now you expect me to just make this part of me go away? It was always going to end, though. The doctor said he's got a family, and, you know, the family needs a time, Lord. so something, I don't know. So he goes, the real your job is just to sit and wait here? Martha says, Come on, we we need the doctor, we need a hero. And uh I've only just met him, but even that long ago, Martha says he's everything. He's just everything to me. He doesn't even look at me, but I don't care. Cause I love him to bits. Uh I hope to God he doesn't remember this, uh, she not as a friend, right? Uh, heart to heart, uh, heart to hearts, uh, should have thought of this before. I'll just give them the watch and give up and then I can stay Mr. Smith. Martha says, no, if they want the doctor. And then nurse Redfern says, you gotta be like, I didn't read it to the end, uh, She goes, if you let them win, it's all over for humanity and everything else. uh, They're not a family of good. Uh, Then the matron says, Leave me and Mr. Smith alone for a little bit. Uh, There's some crying. He's crying. She's very, he's he's actually weeping. Wow. Uh, So they embrace. uh, Lasers are going on. Martha and kid psychic sit in silence, breathing, stressed, uh, side by side outside the house. Martha hugs the kid psychic. uh, Doctor stares at the watch, or Smith does. Matron says, I'd do it if I was you, like if I could take your place, but I can't. And she said, I had a lot of hopes for us, uh, but my hopes aren't important. And the doctor won't love you. And she goes, If he's not you, then I don't want him to love me anyway. She goes, You know, I was in love once. Uh, now I'm in love again, but I'm in love with you. But I'm also, you know, realize, uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was real, Dr. Uh, Smith says. And she goes, Yeah, I really was in love with you. Uh, and it's all we had a future. And then she holds the watch. She says, Blasted thing, blasted thing can't even hear it's not talking to me then they get clasp hands then we get the inner light sequence fast marriage kissing birth you know family starting uh rock by baby uh, more kids in the countryside walking swinging double-breasted suits uh, uh, hand-holding like at the end of avengers endgame and uh you know time passing that way and saying okay it's all good eh they all send their love john and he says okay well inner light thanks for everything going to the uh visit uh the big tardis in the the center of the you know then the die she so only saw it though she goes the time lord has adventures." Uh, But none could, but he couldn't have a life like that with me. And the doctor says, but, or Smith says, but I can, uh, actually there's a painting with angels behind him. I can't quite make it out, but, uh, she says, what are you going to do? And I like how they leave it. Uh, she stares at him. He stares at her. He's unsure. And we see the ship and they say, okay, we'll just keep, uh, we'll keep laser in the town. Then we need to. Then Smith stumbles in. Wow, there's still 14 minutes, it says, but I um, still so have to see how this resolves, but let's go through my notes here. Smith goes into the ship, uh, stop, say please, still, he's still human, I'm innocent, uh, gives them the watch, uh, hats, sweating, fake out, glasses on, full game on, on the run, red lights, get out, ship out they get up uh, go, go go from grass the fury of the time lord he doles out some punishments girl and mirror steam friend something dr world's off uh matron to have will tea set uh doc, matron and doctor awkward she's proud of smith uh who made the? It was actually the hero choice. Uh, he makes her a companion offer. I said, "Dude, come on, man! Don't you have any uh, real uh, self, you know, realization of how this affects Martha? You and me could at least uh, try. At least one with me. I can't. Martha's or somebody's not happy with the uh, through." doctor's choices on a whim you can go stern look she has the journal still she cries tardison field in the rain moto bene doctor tries to play it off like nothing happened he goes back into you know deflection mode i'm familiar with that uh martha waiting awkward timothy tim shows up uh I've seen the future. Take the watch, uh, hug, and it is good. Yes, Tardis out. Kid smiles and walks off in the rain. Back. Uh, then we see the kid save the bully. Why? Uh, based on watch time. Back to precise promise. A doctor, a month over there. Watch close up, close up, end. Uh, Let's roll it. Uh, So the doctor's on ship. He accidentally falls and hits a bunch of buttons like a nincompoop, uh, which they don't pay attention to or they don't realize it. Uh, And they smell him. He says, shut down the guns and I'll give you the watch. So they say, okay. And he goes, I don't understand what's happening, but I'm innocent. Uh, He goes, I'm John Smith. I didn't have any control over it. He didn't just make himself human, he made himself a nincompoop. I think he falls again, same thing, but in a pretty good way, like out of nervousness. I don't care about the doctor and your family, I just want you to leave. Uh, So I made my choice. Uh, You can have it, Uh, you could take the watch, Uh, just get it away from me. And they say jackpot. And I really like this turn, even though it kind of maybe, I mean, if it was a season end, end, we would have known, but... uh, And they say, you're in trouble. Then they push, he pushes the doctor. He hits more buttons. uh, And uh, they say, now we got the Time Lord. Open the watch, regular watch. Uh, They try to breathe in the magic. uh, It's empty. They say, what? Doctor still, where's it gone? You tell me. They throw the watch. He goes, oh boy. Well, you've been fooled. Olfactory misdirection ventriloquism of the nose, uh, elementary trick in certain parts of the galaxy. Got to be said, he puts on his glasses, uh, looks like your uh, engine's overloaded. And uh, probably not going to be good. Oh, probably too late, actually. And uh, one thing you shouldn't have done, press all those buttons. Uh, let me press those buttons, but I'll give you some advice. Uh, better get off the chipper right now. And doctor runs out. And they realize, oh, the ship's going to go bye-bye. Boom, boom. So they all run. Ship goes bye-bye. And uh, they're running. Doctor's got a lead on them. And uh, no more ship. So then they look up and they say, what in the? That's not good. That's our only ship. We don't have your backup or anything. Which they say, what if, like, a like a tree fell on it or something? And then they say, that was the worst thing. He's never yelled at us. Uh, the fury of the Time Lord is quiet. Uh, we discovered why, you know, the doctor had been through so much. Uh, why he'd run away from us. He ran away from us because he was kind. He didn't want to have to punish us. Uh, so he puts the father in unbreakable chains uh, forged in the heart of a dwarf star. Uh, mom sleeping in an event horizon for a while, uh, sister, she's in a mirror. Uh, he can visit her once a year. She's just chills in there. By the way, that's what, you know, don't worry about it. If you're in a mirror, it's just my sister chilling there. So she's stuck there. Nothing to, wor- nothing to have on your concern list. Uh, so she's just bored. And, uh, that's always her, me, uh, I'm suspended in time. He, he has to become a straw-based being, uh, to watch over the fields of England as their protector, which is interesting because Killian Murphy played the same character in one of the, the uh, movies with, the, um, uh, one of the DC heroes, he played a straw-based being and we see a tea set. The uh, uh, nurse, uh, Red Fern, is sitting there, closing her eyes, stressed clearly, waiting. Doctor comes in. He's got his duster on now. She stands, looks out the window, everything taken care of. Yeah. Doctor's smooth now. Yeah, parents are coming. School's closed. There's going to be a lot of questions. Uh, not even sure what to say. And she looks at the doctor, oh, so, yeah, I, I didn't want to look at you. You look the same as Smith. Better hair, but uh sorry. Uh, this is really tough to look at you, uh doctor. I must call you doctor. She goes, where's Smith, by the way? John Smith. And the doctor says, he's part of me. Just to, like a story, though. Could you change back? I could. You know, role-playing. Uh, will you? no like permanently she means so i guess he can't role play it's a, like a hundred or not a hundred percent or nothing well then uh he was braver than you in the end you know he was the one who had you know him and martha were the ones the ordinary man an extraordinary woman uh chose uh they chose to make the choice as a sacrifice you didn't have to do anything And the doctor says, I'll trump my bad behavior with even more bad behavior. Why don't you come with me as my companion? Can't handle the tension now. Like, well, I'm projecting. Like, uh, She goes, what do I look like to you, doctor? Uh, I must seem so very small. doctor goes, no, we could start over. I'd like it. Uh, You're cool. You and me could try at least. uh." He goes, if John Smith liked you... I probably like you, too. I'm capable of that. He says, not even that. I'm capable of that. She goes, no. He goes, come on. I can't. Uh, why not? Uh, she goes, dude, like, uh, I was in love with John Smith. Uh, you just happen to look like him. He walks towards her. He's in here inside. If you look in my eyes, uh, answer me this question. Martha says, if the doctor had never visited us, never chosen this place on a whim, this none of this would have happened, right? And she's mad now. I love it. Uh, she says, you have a culpability here, man. You just think you're traipsing around the universe, but it has impact on somebody else. He absorbs it. Uh, and she says, you can go. Great, great scene. Great, great scene. Amazing. He tries to walk off. So no wonder he plays the deflection card later. She's, she's tearing up. But I never thought about that, how everybody, um, I don't know if that's all. I mean, the doctor has to stay a while. I don't know. She still has a journal. She hugs it close to her chest. She's actually still wearing her wedding ring from her first marriage. Uh, so a, a lot of layers. Then we see the field. It's misty, rainy doctor's walking in the rain across the field martha's standing there in a cool jacket her arms are crossed uh Multo benny let's get rolling she's like uh, is everything okay time to move on she goes uh, i could go talk to her doctor goes no and she goes so about uh the things i said uh uh, I'd say anything to, you know, try to get you to change back. Uh, so, okay. Okay. Awkward. Yeah. Let's go on, move on. But Martha, wow, she looks beautiful. So it's like, what the heck, dude? And he goes, thanks for looking after me. And he gives her a hot friend's hug. Um, and then the kid psychic shows up, uh, Tim, Timothy, Tim wanted to say goodbye. Thank you. Uh, now I have to, now I know I got to save the bully later. So, uh, it's coming, huh? And, uh, I said, well, you can make your choices. Uh, and he goes, yeah, you're making your choices to be a heroine. So maybe I can be a hero. He goes, Tim, take this watch. With this watch, you, you'll be, you'll save the bully. Uh, he goes, just a watch now, but keep it with you for good luck. And Martha gives him a hug and a kiss on the cheek. And they try not to trip in the rain. They get in. He goes, you'll like this bit, watching the TARDIS vanish. And we get to hear, it's been a while since I've heard the TARDIS sound effects. Uh, So it goes off. Uh, Kid smiles in disbelief. Uh, Rain gets stronger. And... uh, and then he walks off, uh, and kind of, he's like, man, like it, with a look like that's cool. That was cool. And then we see him help the bully a year later. Very impressive. Uh, and, uh, you know, the, the kind of history of the dominoes, uh, I think the doctor's doing a voiceover or maybe the kid is, I don't know. But the kid still has the watch. Uh. One minute past the hour, I'm, I'm going to keep my bully Hutchinson. This is his name. And uh, so he helps the bully. And uh, they look around. He laughs. He says, I did it. Uh, looks around again. Says, thank you, doctor. And he goes, come on, old chap. You know. He goes, I'm going to h- keep helping you. Didn't I promise you that? Uh, it's an order to receive my help. Uh, and they go off uh, together, climbing, climbing. Then, oh, then we see. Oh, the kid in the future, Uh, when his friend has, oh, the, at like a memorial. Oh, yeah, it's like the memorial. So they say, uh, so the kids there are holding the watch. Uh, another flash forward and they're talking about uh you know heroic acts uh and pinning uh and, and we see dr martha looking on and he smiles he sees them he's still holding the watch uh it's a solemn moment uh, uh of memory and, and yeah of uh memorial memorial moment uh and, uh, saying let's remember everybody And the kid touches the watch and the episode ends. So, so that was the, uh, episode, uh, and then, yeah, we'll be back soon with another one. Uh, what do we got two or three more. That's episode nine. What do we got here? Let's go to it and see. And yeah, so we got, uh, oh, there's a Christmas special too. So maybe we'll put that out at a holiday time, but, uh. So we got one, two, three, four. Cool. Uh, And it looks like uh, I don't know what to expect, uh, but it should be good. So I'm looking forward to it. Good night, everybody.